Hello, hello, hello! You're listening to the radio station CITR on 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and this is weekly punk rock radio show, Rocket from Russia. Sorry for a little delay, I had mega troubles getting in here, and then got um, some problems getting into the building as well. But it's all good now, I'm uh, here right now, Rocket from Russia is on air, and we just heard a song by Jay Retard, that was a song called My Shadow from his album Blood Visions. Uh, today in the show, I will play you my interview with the band called Pop uh, P.U.P. Uh, they are the band from Ontario. They played on Monday at the Fox Cabaret, and they just killed it. They are amazing. Uh, their new band they released the debut album uh, in the end of the last year, beginning of this year. Uh, it's one of the best albums uh, of the year, in my opinion, and I was super excited to talk to them. They played just a killer set on on uh, Monday, and if you were there, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, let's check them out. Um, I will play you a couple of songs by then, and then we will hear my interview with uh, Steve and Zach of uh, Pop Pop the Band. Uh, let's check it out. I'll start uh, with my favorite song by the band. Uh, the, the, band oh, the song is called Reservoir. And yeah, this is Pop on Rocket from Russia, CITR Weekly Punk Rock Radio Show. Hello, hello, hello. This is Steve from PUP, and you are listening to Rocket from Russia on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada.
hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR. This is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia, broadcasting live from the University of British Columbia, Canada. Uh, we just heard two songs by an amazing band called Pop, uh, all the way from Toronto, Ontario. Uh, they play the show on Monday at the Fox Cabaret. And we heard two songs from their self-titled debut album. Uh, the, uh, previous, the last track was called Dark Days, and the opening one was called Reservoir. All right, let's listen to the fir- first part of my conversation uh, with Zach and Steve. Zach plays drums and Steve uh, plays guitar in pop. Um, and in the first uh, part of the conversation, we discussed uh, a band called Topanga. Before pop became pop, they uh, played a couple of years under a different name, uh, name uh, Topanga. And in the first part of the interview, we a little bit talked about that. So let's check it out. This is my part one of my interview with pop from Toronto, Ontario, Canada on Rocket from Russia. First of all, welcome back to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and congratulations on the release of your debut, fantastic self-titled album, which came out twice. <laughs> First, Royal Mountain Records in 2013, and Side One Dime in 2014, one of the best records of the year. Super congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, man. Thanks. Uh, the thing which impressed me the most about you guys is what uh, the quality of your songs. When I first listened to the album, I was 100% sure that you played... Uh, before a million bands and then you formed a super group <laughs> and because it sounded like you have so much more experience in terms of writing and recording songs is that the talent is it the chemistry what's going on why are you so good um, I mean we've all been in and out of bands probably for 10 years uh-huh. at this point um, and like Zach and I and Nestor our bass player have known each other for a long time um, we kind of grew up all playing together um, and Stefan too we're all from Toronto so we all kind of played in like bad like ska bands and like all that stuff right and uh, we all kind of like knew of each other on the scene and uh, yeah we just decided to start playing together and just kind of writing songs that we thought were interesting so cool before you were pop you were called Topanga do you know what is connection between Vancouver British Columbia Canada and Topanga no there is one that's there is one we'll find one somewhere so there is a place in Vancouver British Columbia Canada which is called Topanga Cafe (laughs) that's awesome Uh, this place is a Californian style Mexican restaurant which was opened in 1978 and because you're spending um, Thanksgiving away from the family so I brought you some gifts from this place oh my god those are some tacos for you to oh. be on the, oh, awesome. to be from white and, oh. and this is a little bit of uh, local beverages. Oh, awesome. This one is called Schoidenfreude, oh. specific. Oh, that's wow. awesome. Oh, thank you. Thanksgiving beverage. We were so just is... talking about getting a pumpkin beer. It makes sense though, because... Topanga, Topanga Canyon is in Southern California, uh-huh. and obviously it being close to Mexico, uh, Mexican food is very popular there, uh-huh. so all over California. So this is it's cool. This is a cool connection. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea this place existed. So Next time you'll cool. be back. Yeah, go we'll check go it out. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Another interesting fact about Topanga that uh, your seven-inch ocean came out with Topanga Pogs. Could you please tell this story? <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, we were just 
basically we were looking for like a memorable thing to go with uh, our first release as a band and uh, I think Stefan came up with the idea because we all played Pogs as kids just uh -huh. like the dumb trinkets that you get when you're in the schoolyard there's Pogs and there's Crazy Bones and obviously we're not going to release Crazy Bones because that's stupid um, but Stefan's like we need to make our own Pogs and while that was extremely expensive we just put um, stickers on the back of ones that we owned and then released those with a download code with our record and uh -huh. that's kind of how it came to be it's just like something that everybody in our generation relates to it's just something stupid that we all all used basically so. one of the songs which transitions from Topanga releases to pop uh, debut album is a track called Mabu yeah this is the song about uh, Stefan's Chopin color 96 Toyota Camry which was a family a member and was driven by Stefan Stefan's sister and their mom yeah. and recently you destroyed this uh, this car in a Mabu uh, video yeah I heard that there was a story how Stefan drove Mabu into a lake. Yeah, I think they, uh, he, he drove around a lot in that car, and, and I think a lot of the experiences that he had in, in that car kind of have worked their way into like uh, some, some lyrics and just some, some parts of his life that were big. But yeah, they, they guess they went out to the East Coast and kind of got lost on a road and uh, ended up in a little bit of water. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the East Coast, yeah. Hello, hello, you're listening to the radio station CITR, and this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia, and today on the show I'm playing you, 
my interview with a band called Pop from Toronto, Ontario. Fantastic new band on a Canadian punk rock scene. We just heard a song from their self-titled debut album, and the name of the track was Mabu. Uh, this is a song about uh, Stefan's uh, now dead and dysfunctional uh, automobile, uh, Toyota Camry 1996. The color was champagne, but not anymore. Uh, let's check out the second part of the, my interview with uh, Pop, uh, with Steve and Zach of the band. And in the second part, we discussed working with the producer Dave Schiffman, who helped them out to produce their debut album, and as well as a music video for the song called Guilt Trip, uh, which was filmed here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Uh, let's check it out, and this is the part. Uh, two of my conversation with uh, the band Pop from Toronto, Ontario. Uh, here it is part number two. You recorded your debut full album with Dave Schiffman, who worked with The Bronx, and the flag Frank Turner. I'm curious his role in the project, because as I understand, you played those songs and even recorded some of those songs long time before the album came out. So in those circumstances, usually when the band goes to the studio, it's just a matter of recording what you already have figured out in your head. So what was his role in the project? It's yeah, it's like on the on its face. It seems like that there were like a lot of finalized parts to the songs, um, but he like beyond just the spirit that he brought to the songs, he um, tonally brought a lot. He had a lot of say in how the record overall sounded. The binding that kind of binding blanket of tone. Uh, he knew exactly what we went for or what we wanted to go for, and he knew how to bring that out on a technical level. But on top of that, he was just amazing at just finding parts in the songs that were completely unnecessary stripping them out and kind of focusing all of the songs and that's kind of his main role and then on some songs I'd say about half the record hadn't been released at that point and he had a huge part in those like he had a huge part in all the songs but in the ones that were just being written he had a very large part in forming those ideas and specifically the song well like not specifically because all the songs were his doing but um, factories was a totally unfocused mess so it's the perfect example of what he did and it was just a ton of parts and he just picked these parts and he's like do it in this order and then there the song was like it sounded perfect and he's just amazing at focusing ideas that's we, he's like a lens I guess yeah, when I was thinking about this album, like it was very interesting to me because the song probably had to be broken down in categories. The songs which already were recorded, yeah. songs which are already kind of ready, and then the like factory songs mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. that's why it's interesting his role and like what he, how he helped you out of that. Yeah, and it's funny. Like sometimes he would just ask uh, like a very like nothing throwaway question. You know what I mean? He, he, we would be talking about a song, and he'd be like, "Are you sure?" Huh. And just h- having him say that it forces you to think about um, a part of the song maybe that you had never thought about before and just having that kind of different perspective and uh, it, that was a great thing. Yeah, yeah, that's... And, like, you mentioned about condensing songs and this is what I... Uh, I talked to Chris from the Flatliners and he said that they recorded Cavalcade and uh, Fat Mike came over to their rehearsal jam. That was his role. He's like, this song is too long. Yeah. This is unnecessary part. Throw it away. Yeah, yeah it's the, the producer is the fifth or sixth year to a band and they, like... <laughs> they can add perspective to stuff like totally unnecessary things which we have a lot of them because we're, we just have too many ideas basically and try to jam all of them into songs which I'm sure many bands have that problem so yeah that's the, the producer a good producer will do that and Fat Mike is a good producer obviously Dave is one of my favorite producers so it's cool awesome record thank you
another amazing video was released for the song called Guilt Trip. It's a fantastic video, and I was wondering when I was watching, say, is that the real story how you guys met? <laughs> uh, we'll leave that open to interpretation. Um, it is, it's a play on the story of how we met, but we, I don't think I will readily admit to killing a cop, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, or any of us will, um, or burning his body. Uh, but yeah. And, and actually, it was uh, a lot of it was filmed here really? using actors from Vancouver. I was thinking, like when yeah. I saw the, the mountains. Yeah, yeah. It was where was it? It, uh, it was done just north of Vancouver, uh, somewhere off the Sea to Sky Highway. Uh -huh. Our friends uh, Chandler Levac and Jeremy Shallon Ryu um, have amazing vision and and uh, wanted to make this video, and and it sounded awesome and. Yeah, yeah, so they came out here and they hired some local actors, like the kids who acted in the video are all from around Vancouver. And, uh, so they're not your younger brothers? No, no. <laughs> they look like. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, that was just good casting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, like, I was wondering who had, where there was, like, how your old parents planned to have a younger brother specifically, like, 20 years old. Yeah, it was perfect. Is what people in Toronto do? Yeah. <laughs>
Hello, 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 you are listening to the radio station CITR, and this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia, and we just heard a uh, track by the band called Pop uh, from their self-titled debut album, and that was the opening track called Guilt Trip. That is correct. All right, let's check out my third and final part of my interview with uh, the band Pop, uh, Steven... Steve and uh, Zach of the band we talked to about some random stuff as always in the end of the interview let's check it out, this is part number 3 of my interview with the band Pop who played here on Monday at the Fox Cabaret 2014 has been a great year for you guys. You have been touring non-stop. You've played a lot of festivals, but in a couple of weeks you will be making your debut appearance at the Fest in Gainesville, Florida. Which bands are you excited to see? Oh, I think most of the bands that we want to see are playing at like the same time as us. And there's like bands like the Menzingers who we've toured with and seen like 35 times, but I still like watching them. Um, but like, I don't know, Direct Hit, I'd love to see Direct Hit, and I've seen them before, they're awesome. Um, who else is there? There's a, there's a band, my buddy's playing a band called Spruce Springsteen, and they're wicked. Uh, who else? Mass Intruder. Yeah, I want to go see, um, there's a band called Dads yeah, that I want to go yeah. check out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, just like to see friends, like from Toronto, like Single Mothers are going to be down there. Uh, Bert, Wish Me Luck. How was the band? Wishing Mockingbird wish me luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the Flatliners will be down there. I think yeah. Solids are going to be down there as well from Montreal. So it's, it, I mean, we've never been, yeah, with Maria. We've never been down there before. Um, but everyone, everywhere we go, every city, people are always just talking about fest. And it seems like a really, really, um, like, great time and, and it just seems like people make friends for life there so I, we're just excited to go and, and check it out and, and hang out and party and play shows and drink and yeah, yeah, yeah. like any festival any band that we just happen upon that's the band we want to see it will be my first one as well, so I'm oh, awesome. excited. Yeah, yeah. Never been, Come but... hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you not only toured all over North America this year, but you also went to Europe. Could you please please, please share an experience of drinking Buckfest in Glasgow, oh, Scotland? Okay. So, um, yeah, we played... There's this amazing venue in Glasgow <laughs> called King Tut's Wawa Hut. Um, and it it's a small venue, and... Um, a friend of ours, uh, Wade McNeil, uh, used to play in Alexis on Fire, uh, and he's also in Gallows and had uh, black lungs. And uh, he said, he said to us, the first time you go to Glasgow, you have to drink Buckfast. And I think he actually went as far as to like tweet at King Tut's the venue and said, when Pup comes, never had it, so give it, to give them Buckfast. And we got there, and. Uh, there was a bottle of Buckfast. It's a tonic wine, and it has apparently more caffeine. It has like six cups yeah, of coffee's worth of caffeine yeah. plus alcohol. It's we, crazy. We also found out like this horrible stuff. Um, some bands get one for each member. We got one, luckily, but some bands get one for everybody. 
and it's a like a liter and a half bottle and it tastes the worst it's like somebody urinated in cough syrup and then added wine to it that's like that's basically what it did and so, you like as to not offend the venue you suck it back because they went out of their way to get it for yeah. you and basically afterwards because of the energetic properties of the caffeine and the alcoholic properties of the alcohol uh, you feel invincible <laughs> so naturally you become wasted very quickly afterwards so it's like a it's a catalyst for a horrible but amazing time yeah we ended up at a, a dance club a huge dance club with like over a thousand people in it and then all of a sudden like just like kept because again you feel invincible so we kept drinking and then all of a sudden it was like four in the morning and it was pouring rain in Glasgow and we were all just like, um, oh, we gotta go. And uh, yeah, so and then the next day we had to drive like six hours and everyone was just like, I don't wanna look at anything. I, uh, yeah, it's a crazy, crazy beverage. Crazy beverage. Disgusting. But you not only had experience drinking Bugfest, uh, you also like beer. And could you please tell the story of that beverage? Oh, oh. that's um. So there's a company in Toronto that has just started about. <laughs> it's yeah, just that's a picture that, that's from my house. The picture that that's being house. shown is yeah. from it's Steve's my dad's, dad's. house. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a there's an awesome brewery in Toronto um, called Collective Arts, and um, basically their beer their credo is to collect arts. Uh, artworks like visually and musically and display them as much as possible so they get artists and bands to display their like bands to display their album artwork and artists just like painters to display their paint or, or their paintings on the bottles um and that's just like another vehicle uh for promotion and they are that vehicle and they're just such a great brewery they're like the community of arts that they foster is amazing um and such nice people and that's basically what that is that they they asked us if we wanted to be a part of it and of course we said yes because we love beer and they make great beer and so that's what happens they put you they put us on the label it's cool you can scan the image and it plays our music it's crazy it's amazing so that's crazy i never yeah. heard of that yeah it's yeah. super cool wow that's cool And as normal Canadian guys, you're fans of hockey. Did you know that Lionheart was played at Madison Square Garden during Leafs yeah, and Rangers game yeah, yesterday. yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what happened? How did that happen? No idea. I, I assume it's like in kind of in the NHL system, I guess now. It's like I don't it's amazing. Like it's totally amazing, but it's like it's just like an awesome extension of us having been in NHL 2K15 or 2015, I don't know what they call yeah, it now. Yeah, um, but we're in that game, uh -huh. which is amazing. Like that's uh, Um, like I know Stefan like he wanted to be a hockey player growing up and the next best thing would to have his music would be to have his music in a game and he got it which is awesome um, so yeah, yeah I think yeah. it was just an extension of that like, oh, yeah, so yeah. Just, we just like saw something on Twitter and someone was like I'm at the game and I heard Lionheart And I like texted my dad, and my dad was really excited too. And like, yeah, it's it's crazy that sort of thing. Cause, and I, are you Leafs fans? Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm actually more of a baseball fan. Uh -huh. But um, yeah, I mean, hockey is ubiquitous. And and like when we played in Winnipeg a couple of days ago, the first game of the season was on, and we were all watching. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. hockey is one of those things. All, all Torontonians denounce the Leafs like publicly because they're so embarrassing a lot of the time. But everybody in Toronto is at least a cursory. Leafs fan and 
when they're doing well, you're pulling for them, no matter how much they've made you angry. So <laughs> that's kind of how it is. Congratulations, first of all, congratulations on that. Congratulations on the <laughs> album, you. and I'm very excited to see you tonight. Thank yeah, you. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks, guys. That was great, man. Thank yeah, you. Awesome. Thank you for bringing this. Yeah, yeah, no I felt bad. Like I saw you on Instagram, and you had this food and the oh, happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> and you're sitting in the restaurant. I was like, I feel bad for that. <laughs> it's funny because that restaurant is like mostly a UK chain, so yeah. we were, it was shitty, but we were really excited to find it here, so it's like one of two of those in Canada, it's cool. Yeah, but yeah, this is awesome, thank you very much. Yeah. Hello, 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 you're listening to Rocket from Russia, and that was my interview with the band called Pop, Pop the Band, all the way from Toronto, Ontario, and as I said, uh, their debut self-titled album is my one of my favorite releases of this year, amazing band, check them out if you haven't heard, and they just were amazing live, so much energy, very good dancing, uh, very good songs, very good quality, I hope you enjoyed the interview, uh, 
I did enjoy uh, the conversation with the guys as well. Uh, almost done here. Um, and as always, in the end of the show, I will play a little bit of local music. And uh, there's a cool show is happening this Saturday, October 18th, at a venue called Hinderburg. I've never been to this venue yet. I think it's a relatively new venue. Uh, Hinderburg, that's the name of the venue. And uh, there are four local bands are playing. Uh, the Manipulators, they are back together. Uh, this is their reunion and as well as 7-inch release. Uh, they have a new 7-inch called Simeon Again, uh, which is available on uh, Neptune Records band Bandpaid? Bandcamp page, this is correct. Uh, so the, the Manipulators, uh, the Vicious Cycles, the Mans, all the way from Victoria... And uh, High Wasted, a plane, um, uh, as I said, on Saturday at the Hinderberg. So I'll play you the brand new track from this brand new 7-inch by the, the Manipulators. The name of the song is it, It's Excruciating. That's the name of the song. And uh, to my knowledge, as I know, this is a worldwide radio premiere. So this is The Manipulators. And I also have a pair of tickets to give away to the show. So if you're interested to check out uh, those four amazing bands uh, on Saturday night, feel free to call uh, 604-822-2487. 604-822-2487. And uh, you will go check out The the Manipulators reunion show at the Hindenburg. Let's Check it out. This is a new track by The Manipulators. It's excruciating. That's the name of the song. Uh, And here is it playing.
Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR. Uh, 101.9 FM. And that was weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. And we just heard three bands from British Columbia, Canada. Two of them from Vancouver, one from Victoria. And all of those three bands, plus the fourth one, uh, which is called High Wasted, are playing at the venue called Hinderberg uh, on Saturday night. And thanks for uh, to Casey who called in and told me that... Uh, Hinderburg, it's a reopened venue. It's, uh, there was a venue a few times uh, before, and this is a new reopened uh, venue. I didn't know. That's cool. That's that's very interesting. So, it turns out that used to be a legendary venue, and now it's reopened. So it's even more exciting for the Saturday show at the Hinderburg. Uh, so uh, the the Manipulators are playing their Union show and their brand new seven inch release, which is available from uh, Bandcamp at uh, Neptune Records. Also, the Vicious Cycles. The Mans, uh, Genius Mans from Victoria, and High Wasted, those four bands are playing, as I said, on Saturday at the um, Hinderberg. Uh, so let me quickly tell you what we heard. The opening track was that new track from The Manipulators. It's excruciating uh, from their new 7-inch Simeon again. Right after that, then we heard the Vicious Cycles uh, that was opening track Good Times from their new album Bad News Travels fast and the final track was by the mans from victoria which i'm uh, excited to see and uh, that was another super hit by the mans and uh, mans in your pants that was the title of the track so all those three bands uh, plus high wasted as i said the plan saturday october 18th at the hinderberg doors 8 p.m show 9 p.m and uh, thanks again for everyone who called in and participated in a ticket giveaway thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for participating in those activities which i uh, propose to your listening pleasure great success all right this is it my friends this is um, uh, the end of this episode of rocket from russia uh coming up next uh, not uh, i will tell you what's coming up next but i will tell you a little bit about the plans of rocket from russia i am i will have the next show live and then i'm going away uh, on vacation for a couple of weeks i'm going to fest in florida uh, which I'm extremely excited to see. That's a huge punk rock festival. Th- over 350 bands will be playing there over three days. And then I'm going to ch- to visit Jamaica for the first time in my life and listen to some reggae music. So the next two or maybe even three episodes after next week will be pre-recorded. I already prepared some mixtapes for you, so there will be something in terms of Rocket from Russia, but it won't be a live show. And I should be back, uh, I think, on November 13th, the, the day Lagwagon and Swigginator are playing at the rickshaw. So in the morning on Thursday in middle of November, I should be back live on air. But next show will be live and then a little break for a couple of weeks. All right. Uh, if you like what you heard, you can check out the podcast on uh, our website, citr.ca. Uh, you can find all the schedules of the podcast. You can also find on uh, my Facebook 
page, uh, facebook.com slash rocketfromrussia. You can download all the episodes. Or you can subscribe on iTunes and receive all the new episodes. And you can check out my blog, rocketfromrussia.tumblr.com. It has all the previous episodes, the list of interviews, and the list of upcoming shows in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. So if you... Um, uh, want to check out upcoming shows? You can check do it there. Or if you play in a band and you want uh, your sh- your upcoming show to be mentioned there, uh, send me a message and I'll put it on rocketfromrussia.tumblr.com. All right, uh, this is almost everything coming up next. Uh, Ola, the Soul Sandwich, uh, he will be. He is already here and he will join the radio waves of CITR right after I will play this next song, which will be a song by a German band called Die Totenhosen. Uh, and and it uh, will be a song called Alles auf Liebe, and um, it's a song from their album called Kauf mich. Die Totenhausen is probably one of the biggest uh, German bands in the history of rock music and especially punk rock music. They've been around since early 80s, they're still going. Um, so they're somewhere in the territory of punk rock and rock and roll band, and this is their song from the mid 90s. It's a good love song. Uh, I don't know, I just like this song a lot, and I can I think it makes sense. Alright, so this is Dieter Hossen, Alice Auf Liebe, a fantastic uh, love punk rock ballad. Thank you so much, and uh, that was Rocket from Russia, weekly punk rock radio show. Thank you so much for listening, thank you so much for participating, I will see you next week. Have a super fantastic time, until then. And this is Dieter Hossen with their super hit, Alice Auf Liebe, and if I'll be able to play it, hopefully. I did a nice build-up to the playing the song, and then the technical abilities of the computer didn't let me do it. But looks like everything is fine. This is Dieter Dunhausen, Alles auf Liebe. Bye-bye. Ich würde dir gern sagen, wie sehr ich dich mag, warum ich nur noch an dich denken kann. Ich fühle mich wie verhext und in Gefangenschaft und du allein trägst Schuld daran. Worte sind dafür zu schwach, ich befürchte du glaubst mir nicht. Mir kommt es vor, als ob mich jemand warnt. Dieses Märchen wird nicht gut ausgehen. Es ist die Eifersucht, die mich auffrisst. Immer dann, wenn du nicht in meiner Nähe bist. Von Dr. Jekyll werde ich zu Mr. Hyde. Ich kann nichts dagegen tun, letztlich ist es so weit. Sobald deine Laune etwas schlechter ist, 
Will dich mir gleich ein, dass du mich nicht mehr willst. Ich sterbe beim Gedanken daran, dass ich dich nicht für immer halten kann. Auf einmal brennt ein Feuer in mir und der Rest der Welt wird schwarz. Ich spüre, wie unsere Zeit verrückt. Nähern uns dem letzten Nacht Und alles nur, weil ich dich liebe Und ich nicht weiß, wie ich's beweisen soll Komm, ich zeig dir, wie groß meine Liebe ist Und bringe mich für dich um Please. 